Hello, and welcome to Talking Sports with TK. I am Tommy Chrysan. Glad to be here. Glad to have you there. Thank you for listening to this podcast. Please share it with all of your friends. This episode, Sports Takes with Trey Blossman. We got a lot of topics for you. LSU football reporting to camp and beginning practice. Also, at the end of the podcast, we got some cool stories about LSU football on the radio. Got some good stuff there. We'll also talk some New Orleans Saints, their full speed with their fall camp. Going to talk about the situation with the Miami Dolphins and then lots of conversation about Vin Scully, the iconic, legendary sportscaster who passed away at the age of 94. Vin Scully got a lot of good stuff on that. Trey and I both being sportscasters for the better part of 35 plus years have plenty to say on that. Hey, don't forget to connect on social media with me. You'll always be able to keep up with these podcasts. Tommy Chrysan. Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, Tommy Chrysan, K-R-Y-S-A-N. Talking Sports with TK has its own Facebook and Instagram account. Do connect with that. We're gearing up with MeatAndPotatoesUSA.com. Help you win some money betting on college football and NFL. MeatAndPotatoesUSA.com. Lots of info coming on that in the next few weeks. Let's hear a message from our host, Anchor, and then we'll be back. We'll be joined by Trey Blossman. And we'll have sports takes for you. This is Talking Sports with TK. I'm Tommy Chrysan. Stay tuned. Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next? Will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Sports with TK, Tommy Chrysan, about to be joined by Trey Blossman for this episode of Sports Takes. A variety of topics we're going to hit on, and we're going to get right to it, having some fun as we have rolled into the month of August. August kind of means football, so that's probably a good thing. Trey Blossman, how are you this afternoon? Doing good, Tommy. Thank you. Glad to hear that. Uh, we're sitting here on a Wednesday, August 3rd, and the LSU football team is reporting today to the football facility, checking in, getting the housing arrangements done, all that good stuff. And they'll hit the practice field for the first time Thursday afternoon, right after 4 p.m. And uh, this year, with Brian Kelly as head coach, the media is going to have a little more access than they've had in previous years. The difference being they can hang around for practice but cannot take any video, any pictures. They can't call in a live report to a a podcast or a sports radio show. But then they can go home or go back to wherever and say what they saw, but no pictures or video. So that could be give the fans a little bit more info. A lot of people looking forward to the Brian Kelly era of LSU football. Well, you know, he's going to do things his way. And as I've said on the podcast recently, so far, so good. We hadn't played a game yet, but so far he's doing quite the job, I think. Yeah, and it'll be interesting to follow fall camp. As of now, they are a three-point favorite over Florida State on a Sunday night in the Caesars Superdome, September 4th season opener. I think that line's going to go up before kickoff, but we'll deal with that in the coming weeks. Trey Blossman, the New Orleans Saints camp is full speed ahead. They've had the fans in there once or twice. Tyron Matthews back out there after an excused absence for a family matter. 
getting a lot of reports from the Saints camp, and I know you've been following it. Your thoughts? Well, you know, it's a new era. One of the most high-profile coaches in the NFL is no longer the head coach of the New Orleans Saints. Uh, Dennis Allen, the new coach, had a failed tenure with the Raiders. But then again, a lot of coaches have failed with the Raiders in recent decades. They hadn't been good in a while. I'm not going to hold that against him. I think he's the man for the job. I expect this team to surprise people. Uh, I think that we're going to get really good quarterback play out of Jameis Winston. And if he stays healthy, uh, I think the sky's the limit for this team. Uh, You mentioned the Honey Badger being excused from practice. He is back at practice today. And he's a brand new homeowner in Beauchamp right here in Mandeville, Louisiana. Uh, I think he closed on his home two days ago. Maybe it was yesterday, but uh, very nice house with a little inlet off the Shifuncta River. Uh, it's unique even in Beauchamp. It's a hell of a property, Tommy. You got to see it. I'll send you a link to it. Okay. Uh, I have a lot of realtor friends here. Obviously, I'm a real, real estate appraiser is what I do, so I'm involved with things like that. But uh, I have been watching the reports on WWL-TV at night. They've had extensive coverage of training camp. And one thing that has stood out to me, and it happened today for the third time, Trevor Penning, who's battling for a starting offensive tackle position, has been getting in fights, getting in little skirmishes, mixing it up three days in a row. And uh, he and another player were uh, excused from practice after the altercation today. Uh, I like guys like that, Tommy. I I like nasty guys. I like Conrad Dobler. You know, give me that nasty big who's going to fight and scratch. And it looks like Trevor Penning is just that guy. So he'll be interesting to watch moving forward. Uh, Elsewhere, I think the Saints wide receiver room is incredibly crowded and talented. uh, And it's going to lend itself well to a big season from the quarterback. You know, it has to. You know, you put – Michael Thomas back on his team, and then you add in Jarvis Landry. That's two guys that weren't on this team last year. That's two real good NFL professional wide receivers. You know, if you're Jameis Winston, you got to be chomping at the bit to get out there on week one of the regular season and and see what you're going to be able to do with those guys. But I feel real good about the Saints, Tommy. I, I do, too, a couple of things. Uh, I like guys with a little piss and vinegar in them as well, keep it within the rules and, you know, compete. Uh, that that shows me the guy's a competitor. And of course, he's got to keep it, you know, within the rules and not draw penalties that hurt his team. I think the defense will be the key to this team when you got Demario Davis and everybody else that they have. Uh, I think that's important. And Jameis, this team's going to go as Jameis Winston goes. I mean, he's talking about he feels physically better than he's felt in a long time. He's apparently rehabbed from the knee injury suffered last year. And you're right. When he looks around the receiver's room, he's got a lot of places to spread the football out. And then, of course, you know, the offense will go as he goes. And I I think the Saints are, are, you know, on the verge of a great season. Now, we'll talk more about that as we get a little closer to the season beginning, and we'll look at the schedule and all that good stuff. But so far, the early call on the Saints is is very positive. And I think the Saints fans, as always, are are fired up because they're turning out in big numbers at the practice sessions they're able to attend. 
We're visiting with Trey Blossman. This is Sports Takes, available wherever you get your podcast. Please share this with all of your friends and scroll around for Talking Sports with TK and get everything that we do. Lots of things coming up with football season. Trey Blossman, speaking of football, the Miami Dolphins owner has been found that he tampered with quarterback Tom Brady, coach Sean Payton. They'll give up a first-round pick in 2020, fourth-round pick in 2024. They would dock that by the NFL and also a fine of $1.5 million to Stephen Ross, the owner of the Dolphins. The key thing is they, they said they could find no evidence that they tanked the game or that they purposely tried to lose a game, which was claimed by the former coach Brian Flores, and there's legal matters and, and lawsuits flying around with that. Anyway, you slice it, it's not a good look for the Dolphins, and it's not a good look for the NFL. No, I mean, those are some pretty serious charges, Tommy. And, uh, look, that's a rebuilding team. Losing a 2023 first-round pick and a 2024 third-round pick, that's costly. You know, guys you take in the first round are supposed to make your team better quickly. Guys you take in the third round are supposed to make your roster. That's two two players they're not going to have. And, again, a rebuilding team with a young quarterback, uh I think that's the real fine there. Charging a billionaire a hundred million and a half dollars is like charging me a hundred and fifty bucks or something like that. You know, <laughs> really kind of insignificant. Yeah, well, and we'll see what if any further fallout with that as we go forward. But if you're a Dolphins fan, it, it's not an easy time for you. Trey Blossman, Vin Scully, at the age of ninety four has passed away, an iconic announcer, one of a kind, unique. And a couple of things that I'll mention is uh, you're one year older than me, and five years before you were born, he was calling Dodger games in Brooklyn, okay? Let that sink in, ladies and gentlemen. 67 years at the microphone, about 62 of those, he called the games by himself. A couple of things. One, he called 20 no-hitters. He called three perfect games. He was on the call of some amazing things in all sports. He was there when Joe Montana hit Dwight Clark with the touchdown pass in 82 to beat the Cowboys. He was on the call for that game. He was on the call when Gary Player shot a 30 on the back nine to win the Masters in 1978. But baseball is where he hung his hat. He could tell you stories about Jackie Robinson. He could tell you stories about Clayton Kershaw. But here's a, a unique thing. He was on the call when Henry Aaron hit the home run that broke Babe Ruth's record uh, years ago in 74, I believe. Also, he was on the call when Bill Buckner had the ball go through his legs in 86 against the, the Mets in the World Series. The ironic link, when Aaron hit the home run out of left field, Buckner was the left fielder that day. And if you listen to the call, Scully says, and Buckner goes back, and the ball's out of here, or whatever he said. I'm paraphrasing. So, uh, and then I'll, my comments, I'll wrap it up by one I heard earlier today by one of the national people. Vin Scully is one of the greatest Dodgers of all time, but he never threw a pitch and he never batted. Well, for longevity, he, he sure is the king, Tommy. He, he, Vin Scully was a great broadcaster. And broadcasters know who's good and who's not that guy's the real deal okay and he didn't keep that job for such a long time by not being very good at what he did to have called 20 no hitters wow 
you know, you got to thank the Dodgers pitching staff, I guess, for that. But, <laughs> well, it could have been the sure opponent. They got, the most of those 20 were by Dodger pitchers because they've always had good pitching. But, you know, I, I would put him – and maybe he's at the top of this class, but the only guys I can even think that are in the classroom with him are Jack Buck and Harry Carey. Yeah, well, you know, we me, Ronnie Rance on Sports Shorts Daily, our little video he and I do three weekday mornings, Monday, Wednesday, Friday. We did the Mount Rushmore of announcers, and, and you got to have Ben Scully on there. Harry Carey has to be there. And in my mind, you put Mel Allen and Howard Cosell there for the impact they had as sportscasters. Now, there's another list of unbelievably talented, great sportscasters, but, you know, it's always hard to pin four. But Ben Scully – no question would be in there. Yeah, yeah. And when you open up the universe to not just sportscasters, he, he's still in the top of the class, you know, with Larry King and Rush Limbaugh and guys like that. I mean, the guy's just a consummate professional. How he did it at the advanced age that he was doing it at is mind boggling. Yeah, well, you know, again, I mean, we, we don't have enough time in this podcast to say everything that we could say. But I would encourage people to do what Dan Patrick said on his national show. The best thing you can do is just listen to his voice. Listen to him, you know, with all the clips that are being played, the audio and the audio and video clips and, and relive. I, I, I said this this morning on Sports Shows Daily. I've had satellite radio for many years because one of my – Deepest passions is listening to baseball on the radio. Last night, I left a Baton Rouge Rougarou game, and I was listening to Rockies and the Padres while driving home just because I like that. Well, several years ago when they said it was going to be Ben Scully's last year, I listened to as many Dodger games as I could. Fortunately, a lot of them came on late at night from the West Coast just because I wanted to listen to one of the greatest ever do the game, which also matched a passion I have which is listening to baseball on the radio. So I, that was a concerted effort by me. I already had the subscription, but I made sure I listened to the Dodgers as often as I could. Well, that's smart man there, I'll tell you. You know, I, I became a baseball fan as a seven- or eight-year-old. My parents gave me a transistor radio one year for Christmas. And one night I was in my bed laying around and, you know, it was in the summertime and I started dialing around and I found the St. Louis baseball Cardinals on the radio on KMOX and uh, started listening to them literally at seven and eight years old. And of course they were in the world series, like two out of four, three years when I was that young. And it, it was made an impression on me and I continued to listen uh as often as I could on the radio to the Cardinals. Well, one thing he's credited for, when the Dodgers moved from Brooklyn to Los Angeles, the first couple of years they played in the Memorial Coliseum, okay, which was not built for baseball, and many people were way away from the field. Scully gets credit with that's when the evolution of the transistor radio happened. People brought the transistor radio into the Coliseum to listen to Scully because their view, you know, was from a long distance, much no longer than you have now. And they said there was so many people with a transistor radio that if you didn't have one, you still heard Ben Scully's broadcast because <laughs> 25 of the 30 people around you had one. Okay. So that was kind of, I, I kind of got, I thought that was so awesome when I heard that, you know, and to, to this day, not a world's changed with the internet, but, 
for many years, people went to LSU football games with the Walkman and the blue radio in their ear to listen to John Ferguson and then Jim Hawthorne, you know, and then, I mean, and the Saints used to have people in there. I remember when you did and I did Covington High radio football on the radio, people would be in front of us in the grandstand and they'd nod their head when we said something or they'd look up back up at us when we said something goofy or whatever because that became a thing and that's really attributed to Vin Scully. Well, you know, it's funny that you mentioned Ferguson and uh, LSU because when you were talking about that, that's the first thought that came to my mind is a youngster in Tiger Stadium watching how many people had a little radio. And, you know, they didn't have the fancy headsets that you have now, the earbuds. You had like a plug you could put in one ear, you know. Uh, or else hold the radio up to your ear. But when I started going to the LSU games, I attended my first one when I was six years old. And it's because I have five younger brothers and my mother was always pregnant. And so my dad took the oldest son to the games, which was me. So I, I grew up around LSU football and I certainly can picture exactly what you're talking about, Tommy. Half the people are more of the the 60 something thousand that attended back then when the stadium was smaller, were listening to the game on the radio. Well, and, and I listened to a lot of LSU football as a kid on the radio and, and listened to John Ferguson. And fortunately I got to meet him and spend some time with him when I was early in my broadcasting career. But I, my story I like to tell was somewhere in the seventies, uh, mid seventies and I'm listening and John Ferguson had such a great voice and, and the game was getting ready to start. And he says, and, you know, and deep back to return the opening kickoff for LSU is Hokey Gajan. And I remember thinking, what the hell is a Hokey Gajan? <laughs> of course, we all know now, and he went on to be a Saints player and quite the sportscaster himself, a very entertaining guy. He's no longer with us. But I remember John Ferguson, Hokey Gajan. I'm like, what the hell is that, you know? Because <laughs> we didn't have the internet. You didn't know a name until the announcer said it back then. Hokey graduated high school the same year you did. Yeah, he was at Baker High School, ba- just Baker north high of Baton Rouge. That's right. absolutely correct. Yeah. And I, got, I got to hang around with him a couple of times back in the day, and uh, it was always fun. Well, hey, Trey, we got lots of stuff coming up. As I said earlier, it's the month of August, and that means football. You got college football games in three and a half weeks. Uh, NFLs will be a little bit after that. But the fall camp with LSU and everybody else's favorite team, uh, all of that stuff is rolling. We're going to have plenty of episodes of Sports Takes. We're going to have our picks this year, meatandpotatoesusa.com. We're getting a new look for that. All of that's coming up real soon. So we want you to favorite this podcast, tell everybody about it, and make sure you connect on social media, talking sports with TK, so you'll always be aware of what's happening. Trey, it's been fun as always. We'll do it again in a week or so. I look forward to it, Tommy. And, hey, NFL preseason football tomorrow. And I'm going to remind people once again, tune into the Canadian Football League if you starve for some good sports. It's a lot of fun. I've been enjoying the heck out of it. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE.